0: Attention audience. That's right. We're back. It is Friday. And we hope everyone's and having a great week. Because what are we here <laughs> with?
1: I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going with. Because it's Friday and we watched a film.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what I should have gone with. It's Friday and we watched a film. But since you mentioned that, what film did we watch? We watched Uncut
1: Gems. Um, based on Beck, or my, my younger brother, and special guest last week for the Irishman episode, he recommended Uncut Gems, which I have seen before. Jordan had not. No. So be the, this will be the first movie that we reviewed where one of us has seen it, the other has not. Uh, uncut G- Gems, Gems, Uncut Gems, Gems. released it's December 25th, 2019. Runtime of two hours and 15 minutes, rated R for obvious reasons if you watch this movie. Uh, directed by Benny Safti and Josh Safti, and starring Adam Sandler, Julia Fox, and Idina Menzel. Now, this, ain't your da- this ain't your daddy's Adam Sandler movie, though. We'll tell you that much.
0: I, I was going to say, when you first heard <clears throat> about this movie and I watched the trailer, and I was like, oh, it's an Adam Sandler movie. It should be a good comedy. This would be awesome. This is not what I was expecting no, going into this, this is, movie.
1: This is serious, gritty Adam Sandler.
0: Uh, which I'm just going to throw out there was a good Adam Sandler. I, I was really uh, impressed with his uh, his character throughout this whole movie. Uh, and that's not saying anything against Adam Sandler because I think he's a good actor. But, I mean, I'm so used to him playing comedy roles. And even when he's serious, he's still kind of funny. Uh, and this was not really a comedy at all. Um, I don't even think there was no any part that was comedy. There was, there um, was
1: nothing funny about this whatsoever. No, it, it was... was uh, I mean, tense, tense from the word go is the best descriptor I can think of where, yes, you're edge of your seat the whole time. It's, it's just, it's, it's the kind of movie that when you're done watching it, you are exhausted just because you're, you're, the, you're so mentally and physically tense the entire time. Yeah. Um, and and it doesn't it doesn't make it a bad movie, but you are when you done when you're watching uncut gems, you'll be like, I'm gonna need a couple hours to recoup here for yeah, a second yeah. <laughs> to process what the hell just happened to me.
0: So since you mentioned <laughs> that, I take it it passed the uh, the watch test.
1: <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Both both the uh, the first time I watched this movie um, earlier this year, I think I probably watched it in uh, January or February. It was one of the last few movies. I watched before uh, quarantine hit, so okay. it was one of the last few movies I watched, and uh, really, really good flick. And of course, yeah, it passed the watch test a hundred percent. The second time, you know, watch watching it just you know just a couple of days ago, it passed the watch test again. It was just, it was God, it, it was almost like I was watching the first time, despite knowing what happened it felt i felt the same level of mo- emotions and i think it was because i picked up on a couple of things that i didn't pick up on last time just cuz i was so you know focused on the ride the first Man. time i watched it Man, uh, we but haven't I even
0: it. gotten into spoilers yet and it's already passed the watch and the rewatch test it's already passed
1: the watch and the rewatch test um yeah yeah so that's my spoiler free in- impressions is is it's a damn good movie if 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 you are a fan of filmmaking uh, and a fan of Adam Sandler, definitely watch this. This this is not a not a comedy in the slightest. It is a very very gritty and real take on somebody who just has problems and the consequences of those 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 problems. Um, it's just it's the the kind of movie where you just shake your head the whole time and you're like why 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 Why? you should you should have learned your lesson why why are you doing this you know and it it just keeps 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 building up to the final crescendo at the end which i i I feel is is so satisfying in a shocking way so that is my spoiler free
0: impressions yes yeah i definitely Um, agree um not knowing what to expect from going into this movie and watching it, it was definitely really, really good it wasn't what I was expecting um, but that being said, I mean definitely worth a watch, if not a rewatch and so on Um, it is a little bit of a different film it's more of an artistic feel to it than it is just an action or comedy or a drama Um, but I don't think that still takes away from the value of the movie at all so definitely definitely worth watching recommend it Um, and I think that's it for Spoiler Free. I think we should just jump right into it.
1: Let's just dive into it. Dive right into it.
0: All right. Spoiler Free done. Over. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Talk to me, Jordan. This is your first, this was your first viewing of it. This, this was an interesting one. So like I said, going into it, I, I was expecting a little bit more of a comedy or something different. Um, but Adam Sandler's, uh, role in this movie from beginning to end, like you said, just kept you on the edge of your seat. Uh he he did a great job playing a character that's just like (sighs) holding on to that one chance that'll fix everything. I mean he and he's like a a, what's what's the word I'm looking for? I mean he 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 makes deals left and right. I mean he's he he borrows a watch from one person to sell it to another to make a loan off of this. I mean he's a gambler. Uh, It's it's a
1: constant robbing Peter to pay Paul situation.
0: Yeah, Mm. but you can always kind of see the, I don't want to say addiction, but in a way an addiction to it. It's like he's trying to get that big fix where it's like, oh, I'm going to make all kinds of money doing this. But even if he makes the money, he's not satisfied. He's got to make more. Mm -mm. And he plays that through the whole way. And it's like every time I'm like, dude, you did it. You did what you need to do. what, What are you doing now? It's like. You know, he finally gets to a spot. He's like, "Okay, I'm good. I'll pay off this. And you know, I'll get your money coming." I'm like, "All right, cool." He's got a plan. That plan falls through, and then he's like fumbling through it. And I'm like, oh. And you can tell he's just trying to dig himself out of this hole, but he's just digging himself another one.
1: But he can never, he can never dig himself out of that hole because of it's, it's just, it's just a constant revolving situation. I mean, he could have made enough money to pay off all of his debts, and we all know he would be in the same boat. You know? It oh would yeah. Just, It's just that vicious vicious cycle of of gambling meets Ponzi schemes meets where you're constantly his character is constantly circling the drain the entire movie and just barely hanging on to keep from going down going down into the bottom and then the way the movie ends shows that even with even with success his lifestyle was, was, was going to lead him down this inevitable road, um, which, spoiler alert, ending, ending, ends in his death. Um, which... But it's 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 so crazy... Crazy, yes. you get to that point. I was just like, yes.
0: D- they're all locked in a box. I was like, oh man, he's finally going to win this. He just won tons of money. Everyone's good. Arno... Um, which I love the fact that Arno, who's this, like, guy that was coming after him, beating him up, taking stuff, ends up being a family member. Mm-hmm. Um, his
1: brother-in-law, I think.
0: It's something like that, yeah. And even though him and his his wife are on the outs and this and that, it's like, even with all that said and done, you know, Arno was kind of family. So he kind of had a, a weak spot for everything and everything was mm-hmm. good. And then he finally lets him out of the box, like, hey, guys, we just won millions of dollars. Cool bullet to the head it's like what the what does happen
1: from the um from the uh yeah from the from from his number two the uh the enforcer yeah he just, just takes tired anyway. of all of the yeah the enforcer just tired of this shit the whole time and takes them both out
0: yeah And it's like nope that's it Which i'm just gonna take over everything crazy yeah um
1: but one of the this whole movie to me the 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 message behind it can be summed up in one scene in particular, where Kevin Garnett, which by the way, for an NBA star, not bad acting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I believed he was Kevin Garnett. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Something about he, him, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he just plays plays himself. Um, but the whole most of this movie is based around this 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 opal that that Adam Sandler's character gets his hand on. And is looking to sell for you know to, for a fortune to pay off and he loans it to kevin garnett who believes it to be good luck you know and kevin Garnett gives him his nba championship ring is like collateral the moment that kevin garnett walks out of the walks out of the jeweler the, the jewelry store Adam Sandler takes that that NBA championship ring and goes down to another pawnbroker and pawns it to get some money to pay this to do. It's just a whole – yeah, and and to
0: make a bet on you know instead of paying out paying off some of the money he owes he goes and like makes, makes a, a bet, bet. to yeah. do you know to get more money.
1: It's just it, it just that that scene in particular is just that's where it begins and you're like all right this is this is going to be that kind of film got it.
0: Well, and I also liked how they kind of played on the uh, that special gem. Since you mentioned it, how it almost like seemed to have special powers. And granted, it was just like a story behind it. It seemed, yeah. Um, but it drew everyone in. And and there like, a couple times I even met, like I got mentioned in my notes. It's like this rock has like a special power that like drives people crazy. You know, like Kevin Garnett needed that stone to make him better in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you know that actually happened or it was just belief or whatever but then it was like adam sandler's character um howard like he he sees the stone and he makes him crazy like when he's like oh you know what i believe in you when he finally like sells the stone to kevin garnett barely you know breaking even making a little off of it from what he paid for it it's like i'm taking all this money he could just broke even paid off everything been good instead he goes and creates, you know, places the craziest bet ever, and he just starts going crazy. It's like the the rock makes him even crazier than he already is. Um, and granted, I know there's no special power behind the rock, but they played that very well into the movie where it's like, you know, it could be it's a simple object that drives people crazy. Yeah. Um. And even though you can play that card, at the same time, you you realize that it's not necessarily the rock; it's the people. Because even like Kevin Garnett, when he plays his couple of scenes, like he wants the rock because mm-hmm. he you know, he thinks it's good a luck charm. But he also knows when to break even, and go, No, I don't really need it that bad. You know, I want it for this price. Anything more, no. Yeah. You know, so so he's reasonable. Versus like Adam Sandler's character where it's just like the next big thing, the next big thing, the next big thing. And that rocks us it's almost like it pushes him. Um because he puts so much faith in that rock, making him all these yeah. uh, tons of tons of money. Uh, that
1: symbolizes his stepping stone out of yeah. his current his current chain of events. not realizing that that stepping stone is only going to get him deeper into to, to what he what he claims to want to get out of. yeah you know um, but in reality we'll never be able to because of his personality and his addictions and whatnot just keeps leading him down
0: that same cycle. Hmm. I, I mean, you kind of see that also with like the girlfriend and everything else. You know, it's kind of like he, yeah, the he estranged
1: seen... wife and then the girlfriend that that's yeah. cheating on him, and it's just all bad, all bad, man. Yeah, and
0: it's just one <laughs> thing after another, and it kind of, it kind <clears> of <throat> makes you feel that like even though he's trying to get himself out of it, it's almost like he needs that in his life to keep mm-hmm. him going. Um, which is, it's kind of. I don't want to say weird or odd, but it's, it's one of those things where, you know, some people need that in life. You know, it's, it's almost like that is the addiction is those obstacles to kind of challenge them and and make them go down these paths that they essentially want to overcome, but it's almost like the achievement to overcome that is what pushes them to do more stupid things. It's like, Mm -hmm. well, well I can do this. So that means I can do that too. Uh, so it was interesting to watch that throughout the whole movie, even like the little things, you know, like when he goes to, um, pick a fight with Arno and all, or Arno's goons that were following him into the, uh, the play for his yeah, kids his plays. Is, is, yeah. Yeah. And, and it ends up, you know, at first I'm like, oh man, he's going to go after him and let him have it. And then all of a sudden he's locked up and, you know, naked in the back of his car. Yep. Um, locked in his own trunk. So it's like all those little things. It's like, you, you think he would learn. But he doesn't. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I can get through, I can get through this. He's like, I'm okay. I can I can get through this next one too. Um, but you you also see his character kind of change back and forth. Right, he's the tough guy, and then he's like the scaredy guy, and then he's the tough guy, and then he's the scaredy guy, just dependent on the situation. You know, he like he acts tough and all that, and and he acts like he's, you know, king of the pawn uh, store and all that. And then the next scene, it's like you can see him being kicked to the curb by something else and it's just yeah. a, it's just that like you said, it's that attention built roller coaster from beginning to end.
1: Every it, scene it's just crazy. Yeah. Every scene. There is not a single scene in this movie does that does not have a butt, butthole clinching moment where you're just like, Oh man, why'd you why? Yeah. Why? Why? And it could be as simple as, as things that he says. I mean, because because it's He's, you know, lying, bold-faced lying to somebody that he owes money to, and we we know as the viewer that this isn't going to end well. This isn't going to go uh-huh. down well at all. <laughs> this is just this isn't going to, you know, and it just it's just that, that vicious cycle back and forth. So the movie does a great job of dealing with, um, uh, addiction in the forms of, of of gambling and manipulation and and lying and what people are willing to do to go to, to, to get what they feel they want, you know, or, or mm-hmm. what they, the, the lifestyle that they feel they deserve. Cause in reality, Howard, Adam Sandler's character is, is, is beyond broke. He is beyond broke. He owes everyone around town money, all the money he gets. he, you know robs peter to pay paul to 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 gamble this to do that you know but he's got this nice house and he's got this illusion of a lifestyle that he he wants but always wants more you know Mm -hmm. and that and that lifestyle is an illusion as you see because of what he has to deal with to get to where he was was it all was it worth it yeah you know was it was any of it worth it
0: well, no. that and like even like the relationship thing like you know him and his his wife which you, you know they kind of talk about throughout the whole movie about how they're trying to go through a divorce and this and that and they just keep pushing it off so it's like at the end of the um the relationship there and then he's got the girlfriend that's also his coworker that you know he seems to be back and forth with he pushes her away then he brings her in then he pushes her away brings her in and like there's even the moment where he tries to you know make up with his wife after pushing the girlfriend out and it's kind of like Okay, well, maybe this is that tilting point where he starts realizing his mistakes and he starts, you know, trying to make amends with everything. I'm like, okay, I can see where this is going. I, I like this. But then, like, the next scene is just, like, straight back down again. It's like you hit that peak and you just dropped. And now it's like the girlfriend's back in the picture. <clears throat> now they're doing the crazy bets. It's just, like, one thing after another. Um,. And I, I liked that in this movie because most movies you have that whoever the main character is or even multiple characters where the whole point of the story is them to kind of redeeming themselves, trying to c- yeah. overcome an obstacle, um, whether it be, you know, similar situation with you know, relationships, marriages, you know, people, you know, fall off the beaten path and they have to find their way back. And even though this movie hits on that, and it's like, you know, he's trying to find his way to make that big break, and he finally does, it's just full circle back saying, it didn't really matter to begin with. With this type yep. of movie, yeah, you made that big bet bigger than anything you've done this whole movie, and you won over a million some dollars. Like, that's awesome. You can afford to pay off everything and then have money and be good to go. And because of everything you did, you got a bullet to the head. And it's just, It was, like, that that pivotal point where I was just, like, what just happened? Like, you were so excited for this guy, just like you, like you are in every other movie. And then you hit that point, and it's like, nope, it didn't matter. And it's just, like, that punch in the face that kind of shows you that in, in some situations like that, you can do everything you want um, or believe you need to, and sometimes it doesn't pay out. Yeah. That being said, I don't think it's worth – or it's not worth the attempt in life. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's one of those mental manipulations that messes with people. And I liked how that was very strong in this whole movie because right. um, you can relate to that in real life with everything anything and everything. Not everything works the way you want it to, no matter how hard you try, but at the same time, you know hard efforts do pay out. Uh, it It just it makes you question a lot of things in life, yeah,
1: yeah, it does. and I'll, I'll touch on that final bet. like you said, he he actually wins at the end. And it looks like, you know, <clears throat> things are gonna go good. Finally hit that one big score he was after. But the reason why that instant karma moment of him being shot moments after winning that bet is so impactful, other than it being shocking, is that it truly it it, it reflects the rest of the, the rest of the film where yes he finally made it big But at what cost, you know, Mm -hmm. he, he won, he wanted, he won an opportunity at freedom by robbing and manipulating and using others in his life to do it. Even for the bet. He didn't bet with his own money. Yeah. He made that bet with the money that he owed people, Mm -hmm. you know, money that he took from people. So it's that. Even though when he wins, you're like, "Oh my God, we, this this might actually end relatively happily." It 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 could never do that, you know, because there had to be consequences for the decisions he 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 made, and and the consequence in this situation was was death, was him getting shot. But man, dude, that scene was just so shocking. It was just so out of nowhere.
0: Oh yeah. You
1: know, oh, yeah. <clears throat> kills Howard and then kills his his boss. I mean, it's it's. It was it was so out of left field. Um, definitely, well, definitely necessary for the movie. You know, the mm-hmm. movie wouldn't have had the same impact if it was a nice, happy, sunshine, and flowers ending. You know,
0: no, no. I mean, I think that that whole scene is shocking, and like you said, it was. It definitely made that movie, um, especially more Im- impactful. Uh, but even when you get when we're touching on that scene, some of the the intro and the outros were kind of weird and out there too. The music the uh the special effects like the whole galaxy thing like tying into like the um, black opal where it's like you can see the, all the colors of the galaxy and all that in the opal and all that um that was all kind of really neat but also for like the left field but i think what's depending on that the, the music and sound effects that they play throughout this movie help with the tension build up yes uh, yes, and I noticed that a couple times cause I, I made notes about how, like, especially when the, the Opal, like I mentioned how the Opal was special, um, or they make you feel like it's special. You can kind of hear like these like drum effects and stuff in the background mm-hmm. when they're playing with the Opal to kind of like build that suspension up. And then like there's other scenes where the music plays a little differently. Um, uh, and even like in the clubs and stuff like that, like when you go and um, the, the weekend makes an appearance in the movie, uh, and even like a couple of those scenes, it's like, the, the type of music that they play helps build the tension and relieve the tension and mm-hmm. gives you that roller coaster effect. So I think they did a really good job with some of the uh the scores in this movie. Not just the regular music, but like some of the sound effects and everything else. Um definitely made this movie a lot better, which I, I I picked up on um, and noticed. Like when I started getting like on that roller coaster, like edge of my seat like halfway through the movie and realized that this mm-hmm. was like the whole way through, I started picking up on like the little audio cues and stuff. I'm like, man, they're doing a good job keeping me going.
1: Even, even the lack of it, too. Like two scenes in particular that stick, stick out to me that, that are not particularly violent scenes, but are very tension causing scenes just because of the amount of activity that's occurring. Both occur with no music. The one in particular is at the very towards the very beginning of the movie, when he's in his jewelry jewelry store and he's wheeling and dealing with Kevin Garnett. Oh yeah, you know, there's no music or anything happened. It's just this. It's just this fast talking New York style. Where how about this? How about that? You know, just just and like there's noise coming from everyone because there's people talking behind them. They're there talking to each other. There's a lot of activity going on in this small space of this jewelry store and without any other mu- use of music or sound effects and knowing that I'm assuming nothing bad's, you know, happening in this scene, this dude's just willing to deal into a basketball superstar. Mm-hmm. But the t- the way it was done was so tense. Like it, it like it, it triggered the same type of, of, you know, social anxiety you would, you would get if you were in you know a crowded bar. Yes. You know, and, and and you're moving through people, even though the scene only contains four people. You know, it mm-hmm. creates that same level of tension that you would experience in a crowded location, and 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 I think it was done incredibly well. And then the other scene that comes to mind for me is when he goes and has a uh, dinner dinner with his family. You know, his dad, the brother-in-law, who's the one that he owes money to the whole movie. Yes, yeah,
0: so and when you finally realize <clears throat> that they're actually family, yeah, that
1: they're family. That whole scene. Was done incredibly well, also um, with with no music, because that's when the you know the reveal happens. That oh my god, you know these, these people are family, mm-hmm. but yet while we're in the you know the I think it was what the 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 the, the grandfather's home or or whoever. Yeah, I think um, so. Whoever's home, you know, all bets are off. It's yeah, this is neutral territory, mm-hmm. but you still picked up on the tension oh yes you know the tension was palpable you know Um, but it was it was said so well without saying that nothing's gonna happen here because this is neutral ground Mm -hmm. you know
0: and I mean that was one of the scenes I I, I hit on earlier with where he tries to kind of redeem with his wife and all but I thought that scene was really really good too uh, when he was actually sitting there talking to his wife and it was like in between the family so you can tell like they're they're fake. Hey, we're all a happy family is up and then when everyone leaves and it's just the two of them, it's all dropped and it's like, "No. Mm-hmm. You know, you screwed up and this and that." And it's like, "Well, you know, I know I screwed up, I'm trying to make it better and this and that." And you like you start seeing that pivotal point you're like, "Okay." And even though it's it's just a, a conversation because it doesn't go anywhere and the wife doesn't want it to go anywhere. Uh it was just a nice build up the whole time. Um but you can also see in this scene at the same time where it kinda of makes it feel like he's trying to make amends, but at the same time he's still playing that card where like if you notice when he's talking to the grandfather about the black opal and how it's going on the auction and make tons of money and then Arno's there and he's like, Oh, really? Really? You're actually gonna make it you're gonna make some money with this? And he's like, Yeah, man, mm-hmm. it's just something I've been working on Which you know, he was trying to say from the very beginning, but he's kinda of like slyly just throwing it in the conversation so that Arno can hear him and be like, yeah, I got money. Just back off. I've got money coming. It's, <laughs> it's all good. Um, so you can even see that even when he's trying to make amends and try and become that better person, it's all just a cover. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of like, Oh, you know, I can make my things better, but it's, it it's, we, t- we hit on the whole addiction thing. It's just kind of like that telling yourself, you know, what I'm doing is for a good cause or, you know, there's a good outcome whether what I'm doing is you know the right thing to do or the correct thing to do, it doesn't matter. It's the outcome. You know, like yeah. I'm, I'm making all this money to you know, help take care of my family. The the or ends justify of the means. Exactly, exactly. Whether that's true or not, it's a whole other story. But uh, it's <laughs> I that would mentality. say no,
1: based on the ending of this movie. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, that's true. As far based as this movie goes, Captain the Head. No, I'm good. Um, I'll, I'll pass on that.
0: But you're right um, with it with that that tension is there even without the music. So, like, I, I agree with you. Even though they've had some really good music and really good audio cues and, and like, a good score throughout the whole movie, mm-hmm. you're right. That lack of music and audio at times...
1: At the at the specific moments. Yes, yes. Yeah.
0: hit on things just as well as the music they use. And mm-hmm. we've talked about that in uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. You know, yeah. sometimes the lack of... Whether it be commentary or music or anything that can make a scene as powerful as with the audio, it's all just or, or depends on how so it's done. The,
1: the, the lack of sound sometimes is more impactful than, than having sound there. Yeah, and it just um, depends on
0: the, the scene they're trying to to oh, play. Yeah, I guess the, the,
1: what they're trying to get across. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I do want to touch on. I mean, we could we could we could fall down the rabbit hole in this movie all day, but the the big elephant in the room that I do want to talk talk about um which we mentioned briefly at the beginning was was i could not and still cannot get over how good adam sandler is in this movie
0: yes yes
1: it is i mean we've said it already it's unlike any other adam sandler performance we've we've ever seen even some of his more serious ones he's 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 comedic but i mean he like, like when you look at it you're like oh that's adam sandler but when you watch the movie he disappears into that role like you see Howard you don't see Adam Sandler
0: exactly yeah
1: you know and and it's it's done so well with I mean he's got he's got fake teeth in he's got a fake mole on the side of his face but but other than that I it's mean just, even with the
0: cosmetics it's it's the character he falls into yes. with this role that is unlike any other Adam Sandler character that we've come across. Yeah. I mean, which, even which, if you can find resemblances from like one to another, I mean, you can make some comparisons. Like, oh, this scene kind of reminds me of so and so. The scene reminds me of so and so. But all in all, the character Howard is completely, completely different than any Adam Sandler movie I've ever watched. Man, um,
1: I think it's, I think it's a. Sh- I mean, he should have gotten an Oscar nod for this. Like, mm-hmm. not that he should have won, but he should have at least gotten a nod.
0: Yeah, I mean, his his performance in the movie was really, really good. Uh, And it kind of, you know, uh, a shout-out to, like, last week's movie. It kind of reminded me of Pesci in Irishman. Mm -hmm. Um, Just the fact it's, like, we see a character that's not normally played by this actor, uh, but did such, such a great job with. And, I mean, that just goes to show you, you know, good actors out there, even if they're, I don't want to say typecasted, but essentially they play a certain type of, character really really well doesn't mean that they don't have the skills to play other good characters yeah um and we've seen it multiple times with a lot of a lot of good actors but it's movies like this that make us actually realize wow you know what this comedian can actually play a serious role or or opposite you know this drama person can actually play a good you know comedy uh and it, i i love watching those types of movies just because it reminds us that these actors are far more talented than we give them credit for.
1: And the beautiful thing is, and in, 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 it's all about the, the casting was great. It's all about knowing and being brave enough to cast characters that, or cast actors that are the, not just a good fit, but are the only fit for that role. I can, having seen this movie twice, I cannot think, of an actor that could have played this role as well or better than Adam Sandler did in this in the, in this role like i i just can't it would have it would have it would have carried such a different
0: different tone
1: tone you know there would have been tension that would have been lost cuz part of what makes this this character so good and Adam Sandler so perfect for it is that fast-talking New Yorker, that ability to to just just spew v- diary of the mouth, just 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 <laughs> talking shit, literally, like, like just just making up lies on the fly that you yourself believe, and you believe it from this character, and and Adam Sandler just has that ability through his comedic chops to do that. It was just he just translated it in such a great way to a much more serious character and, and a much more real character than anything else we've we've, we've seen him do before and it was mm-hmm. it was just so satisfying to see and I really really do hope um, we see more from Adam Sandler uh, along these lines you know because he had his heyday in the 90s he you know he's never he never truly went away but he you know over the last several years there were some duds you know like the Netflix exclusive releases that he had uh, like ridiculous six and stuff like that that are just kind of I call it. Yeah. I call. I call them the the paycheck Adam Sandler movies, where it's just, you know, to, to make a paycheck, which is fine. Acting is a career, like anything else, you know, you got to make money doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I was just so so happy to 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 see him in this role and and acting on this caliber. Yes, um, I was, agree with it was you. Wonderful.
0: Uh, Because there's there's been other Adam Sandler movies where, um, and I'm sure everyone can say the same thing when it comes to actors like Adam Sandler, where they're known for a specific type of role or character. So when you look at these movies, you go, oh, well, you know, Happy Gilmore. Um, You can go with, you know, your Hotel Transylvanias, um, different movies like that where it's like, you know, this character, or no, I'm sorry, this, character, this, this actor plays these kind of roles. I can name a ton of movies that I've seen that essentially are the same thing. So I mean, you have those movies where it's like, oh man, this movie is a classic because of so and so played in it, blah blah blah. But then you have other honorable mentions from that actor where it's like, well, this movie wasn't too bad. They, they played in that. That was a good movie too. But it doesn't hold that same effect. And even watching, um, oh, what was it? It Was a nineteen movie, a murder mystery, which was I I believe a Netflix exclusive uh, as well. And he, you know, it was it still had some comedy to it, uh, even though it was more like a drama comedy. It was a completely different feel. And I'm like, okay, that was pretty good. It's Adam Sandler. It's your typical Adam Sandler movie. This is not. And this is almost like it's not an Adam Sandler movie; it's a movie starring Adam Sandler, and yeah. there is a difference to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: This isn't this isn't this isn't Hubie Halloween. You know, this is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, other people like that, like like Jim Carrey, not another you know actor that kind of fell down that typecasted rabbit hole mm-hmm. where it's like you know he's always done comedians, and then you step out to do that one performance that is different than any other movie and it stands out Mm -hmm. doesn't mean they're necessarily good or bad at it but it's just you get essentially typecasted to a certain type of movie you know like you see that a lot with your your superhero movies and, and action movies where it's like you know these actors play these kind of movies really really well it's hard to see them in anything else and even that being said when you get these kind of movies like uncut gem and all that where it's like boom you're like i'm proven wrong
1: yeah, it's just another example of this is this is one of those movies. And this is one of those performances that is what filmmaking is about. It tells mm-hmm. a story, whether it be positive or negative, doesn't have to have a have a have to have a happy ending, but gets the message that it wants to tell across yeah. and gets it gets it gets it done in a very serious way. And I loved it. I, I, I thought it was great.
0: And and the other thing is, and like you said, the casting does help. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, you can swap actors and actresses out to make a movie, but you are going to get a different type of movie. Even if it's something as small as you know a a fill in in a background of one scene, it might make a different impact. Now that ripple effect might change the whole movie, or it might just change that one scene. But I think the other actors and actresses they had in this movie helped make the movie even like you said like kevin garnett uh you know the weekend the different people that kind of played themselves um even as background characters in in odd spots of the movie helped make the movie and helped i think support adam Sandler's character with the way he was rolling that character out um and even in scenes like you see uh we talked about him taking the the ring and going to a different pawn shop you know even those guys it's kind of like hey you know we're in the same business you are is everything okay you know what's going on like and they kind of helped feed into adam sandler's character where it's like oh yeah yeah no everything's good man i got a big payday coming got money coming in it's, it's just part of the gamble you know how it goes guys you know we're in the boat together you know those supporting characters uh i think really helps his performance in this movie as well as anything else
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, so yeah i definitely agree with you um great performance by adam sandler and i honestly was like i said a uh, shout out to arno and all the other supporting characters you know the girlfriend the wife uh all of them played great roles um, themselves but also to help in the performance of this movie and that that roller coaster which obviously we've hit on multiple times but i yeah. think is the best part of this movie is that that's str- I wanna say stress, but that tension throughout yeah, it's the whole movie. Tension it's, it's, is what it is. It's yeah. one thing to make tension in a scene. It's different to make a whole movie like that. Uh, yeah, the entire
1: movie is a wire that is just so like pulled so taut that it can snap at any moment and
0: You're just waiting for it.
1: And it and it and it snaps at the end. It's it's great. It's so good. But, he, but um,
0: even then you can still kind of feel that tension even after like once you hit that pivotal point point oh, he gets yeah, shot. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's still it's, it's not still like tense. the movie
0: ends right there. I mean, it no. keeps going for a good yeah. what another 10, 15 minutes easy where it's kind of doing the wrap up of the family. the girlfriends run away with the money. you know Arno gets shot and then it's something else and you're just like going one thing after another like what is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that tension pretty much holds up until the credits, and even in the credits, you're just like you're like, you're like, is is it over? Can I can, like, can I walk away now? I don't understand.
1: It's just it's it's the kind of movie that you that you sit through the credits just because you have to sit there and process before you stand up. You're yeah, like,
0: yeah. What the hell just happened? <laughs> exactly. It was very rarely yeah. do you stay and watch the credits all the way through. Yeah. I mean, if it's not a Marvel you, movie. <laughs> yeah, unless you're waiting till the very end, or you're trying to. Show sure, respect and and read some of the names that you don't know um, yeah. that were part of this movie. Like, oh, cool. This person worked on this movie. I don't know who that is, but good job to you. Respect, bro. <laughs> uh, Respect, yeah. I mean, and the thing is, unless you actually work in that industry or do any type of projects like that, where they're so big, the fact that you're like, hey, my name's in the credits of this movie. That's awesome. What did you do? Oh, I was in the background. You couldn't see me at all. But still, <laughs> you were there. You helped. You know, like I, I try to watch credits when I can just out of respect. Oh yeah. But at the same time, I, I don't know who, like most people, I don't know. Who that, people, <laughs> 90% are. <of> these people. <laughs> Yeah. And I like, I know their positions. I get it. You did location scouting. You did this. That's awesome. Good for you. Respect. You helped make this movie and I'm not discrediting you at all. But in reality, when the movie hits that credits, most people are like, okay, movies over. I'm done. I don't need all this it's time to go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. But this is one of those movies where you sat and watching the credits. Just like, huh? I don't know who this guy is, but good job to you, well man. Well done, that's, sir. Well, well That's done. awesome. You, you moving that spotlight in that corner, oh, made this movie amazing. <laughs> what just happened? Oh. Yes. So. Well,
1: before we wrap up, I do have a couple trivia facts I want to. Uh,
0: yeah, what is trivia for this? Like, I, I don't even know how you could have trivia for this. It's,
1: it's not much, but it's a, it is a few things that I found um, pretty interesting because – as, you know, I mean, it, it, it could be, don't know, but this is, at, you know, this is a work of fiction. Uh, but it was inspired by the Safdie brothers, the, you know, the writers and directors of stories from their father that he told them during his time working as sa- working as a salesman slash runner for a man also named Howard, who had a jewelry store in the Manhattan Diamond District and also have uh, an um excuse me mix up two facts together um but there, there was a real howard that worked in the manhattan diamond district and his father worked for him and this is loosely based more inspired than based on stories that his their their father told them about his time working huh. with this guy um don't think the guy actually died or anything like that but pretty sure there's some source to him having problems in the robin peter to pay paul situation and that kind yeah of just
0: thing. just for inspiration
1: yeah um the uh, inspiration for Howard in the movie to be a uh, basketball fan is the Safdie brothers and their father are Jewish, and all of them are avid basketball fans. So they wanted to represent that in the character as well. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, I thought that was I thought that was pretty, pretty, pretty nifty. Uh, let's see. There's one more. Where was it? Oh. This, and this this I think helps with the, the look of the film uh, and, and the overall feel of it. The Safety brothers were so insistent that they were that they wanted to shoot on 35 millimeter film, uh, which doesn't happen anymore. They actually they, they took a pay cut from themselves to make sure that they could fit 35 millimeter film into the budget.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah
1: so they they chose to make less move money because they thought this movie could only be made in 35mm and I agree it would have had it definitely a different had effect, uh, it would have had a different feel yeah
0: yeah I didn't even hit on the the cinematic side of things other than like the intro and the outro which were just weird with the music and then the whole galaxy space thing and and all that i did like the transitions you know from that into the beginning with it's like to the camera and all that when he was in the doctor's office and then at the end when it's like zooming in on the little hole in his face and then touring the galaxy but uh yeah i didn't hit on the cinematics throughout the whole movie but i think that yeah i agree that that was worth the pay cut
1: mm-hmm. yep yep Yep. Uh, this is Adam Sandler's first live-action role in a theatrically released film since Pixels in 2015. All of his other movie, all of his other live-action performances went
0: straight to Netflix.
1: Part of that Netflix deal he had with them.
0: Huh. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's he's done like some voice acting in between, but this this is the first live-action. Adam Sandler movie since he was in Pixels in 2015.
0: Yeah, because I even mentioned like um, Hotel Transylvania and all the other movies he's done mm-hmm. voice yep. acting for. Uh,
1: Daniel Day Lewis, who is a, a notoriously well-known, uh, extraordinarily extraordinary actor and a uh, a, a, a well-known uh, method actor as well. Uh, came out publicly to praise Adam Sandler's performance for this film. So when you've got Daniel Day-Lewis, who's notorious for being a super method and takes acting hyper-seriously, praising Adam fucking Sandler for his performance in this movie, you know you got a good, you got a solid performance. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: It's it's crazy. Uh, and I got one more little fun fact uh, which I, I just I thought it was I thought it was neat because I love I, lo- I love little authentic reactions in the in the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, to and to ensure that you know the Safety brothers wanted there to be an authentic reaction in the scene where Kevin Garnett leans on the on the counter and it breaks. Um, they they wanted to get an authentic reaction, so they did not tell any of the actors that they actually rigged that cabinet to explode you know they they you know they had the lines of everything of hey please don't lean on the counter that kind of thing didn't tell the actors that they they had the glass rigged to explode and of course didn't tell them when it was actually going to go off so they kept that element of surprise so that when the glass explodes and shatters it basically became becomes it's an authentic reaction with a brief moment of of improv where the actors have to make sure they're, they they catch up with, with each other. And I thought knowing that now that scene, and that's still in that super tense jewelry scene that I referenced earlier. Yeah. 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 You know, it just added to that in a whole, uh, a whole nother way. Uh, that's and awesome. I, and I think it came off incredibly well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thinking back on that scene, I mean, it was, it was pretty good. I mean, knowing that that was, um, planned, but not planned, you know, it, yeah, it, it, yeah. it, it does make the, uh, the effect even better now like thinking back because i I thought they did a really good job with that performance even like you know kevin garnett and i'm like oh you're surprised the glass broke and everyone's like you know sucked into the rock and that was part of the tension you were talking about like how it was like nothing and then all of a sudden the the audio started kicking in to build that suspension but that that's awesome yeah and it's like the little things like that that you don't think about it until we get to trivia where it's like oh that's cool (laughs) that that explains that scene so much better now
1: Yep, yep um uh, but that's all I have. That's that's it for trivia time. So not much, just a couple little add-ons to things that we had, we had already talked about.
0: So. Okay. So recap: movie's awesome. Go watch it. 100%. Plain and simple. Um, we've already hit on pretty much everything we need to. It's a very tension-based, great movie. Great performances, not only by Adam Sandler but by other people in this movie as well. Um, and just the overall like meaning behind the film or like the what you gather from the movie as far as the addiction and the gambling everything uh, is just so impactful that you can relate to in some way shape or form in your everyday life it is really good with when it comes to movies like that they kind of help make these movies a little bit more enjoyable because you can kind of relate to them it's kind of like oh well, this is a superhero yeah they're dealing with the crazy powers and stuff like that but it's harder to relate to some, some of those characters versus movies like this. You can jump in and enjoy for multiple reasons. Uh, even if you look at it from the cinematic side of things and you, the art artistic ability that these guys were able to put into this film, um, well worth a watch, no matter what you, what, what your take is on the movie. Definitely worth watching.
1: I, I, I'm not going to sit here and repeat. I echo all of that sentiment. Just, uh, Sit down, enjoy might not be the right word, but uh, process yeah. this film would be <laughs> it would true. be would be a better way. Stay through the credits so you have time to you know process and think about it and analyze. Uh, you know what you what you what you took out of it, and then for the love of God, put on something happier. Yeah. You know. <laughs>
0: It's very true <laughs> follow up with something a little better yeah follow up um, with a cartoon
1: or go watch happy Madison you know uh, Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore or something yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah Happy Madison. Oh, something a little bit more cheerful
0: <laughs> uh, well said well said and um, so with that we are gonna watch something a little better next week aren't we
1: well better might not be the right word
0: Oh, that's true. That's true. A little, little bit happier, less
1: intense.
0: <laughs> a little less less intense, maybe happier. We don't know.
1: Yeah, we don't know if it's better or not yet. <laughs> um, but yes, yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining us for this episode of Friday Films featuring Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems. If you liked what you listened to on this episode, don't forget you can hit us up on any social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Who Do Presents. Let us know what your thoughts were of, of Uncut Gems. Let us know what you thought of Kevin Garnett and the weekend's first appearance as an actor i thought kevin garnett was actually a surprise he you know he didn't he didn't ruin things he wasn't very stiff it was very Mm. natural it worked out well
0: and he was in the movie more than just like one or two scenes
1: exactly i thought it was just going to be a i remember hearing that he was going to be in it beforehand and i was like oh it's just going to be a cameo that's cute no he's a central character in this movie yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's a pretty central focus uh the plot involving him is a pretty central focus but anyway let us know what you thought of uncut gems and As said before, every week before, we tell you, make your recommendations. Let us know what you want us to review next. Still holding true to that this week. So let us know. Otherwise, Jordan and I and and people we know are going to keep picking the movies. But we want to hear from you guys about what you want us to watch. Um, So once again, that is any social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Hoodoo Presents. Now, what are we going to get to next week? We're actually going to switch up the streaming platforms. You know, as you guys know, usually what we sure. have available is available on Netflix, Hulu, or uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, all of all the movies we've reviewed have been available on one of those three platforms uh, since we since season two began. Switching it up a little bit, and we are moving into Disney Plus territory, ladies and gentlemen. So we are move, re- reviewing the recently released Mulan, live action Mulan. Yes. Yes. So with the, uh, with the optional side objective, if you if you wish to watch – if you haven't seen and wish to watch the original animated Mulan first, you're more than welcome to. I plan to. on it. I plan on so, it because it's
0: been a very long time since I've seen it, and I remember bits and pieces of it. So I <laughs> I plan on doing a double feature and watching the cartoon and watching the live one. There you go. Well, mm-hmm. I know we we're reviewing the live one, but I want a, you know, a refresh <laughs> to the cartoon too.
1: I um, saw the – I've seen the cartoon one within the last couple of years, so I'm just going to watch the live action one and call it a day. <laughs> yeah. No, no,
0: I mean – But anyway, I don't remember the last time I watched the cartoon. I had to been many, many, many years ago.
1: (laughs) Um, So, ladies and gentlemen, yes. So if you have Disney Plus, please join us for next week's review of the live action Mulan.
0: Yes. And like I said, anybody wants to watch the cartoon, let me know because I'll I'll be watching it. You know, we'll we'll make some references. Um, But until then. We again I want to shout out I know it's been a little bit but we hope everyone enjoyed their holidays and I hope everyone's in you know a good start to the new year's and we appreciate you guys joining us for these rides and until next week when we watch Mul- Mulan both cartoon and real or vice versa whichever <laughs> till then let the credits roll